Have you tried out the new OMAG member dashboard? OMAG has been hard at work replacing our policy portal for all your claim and policy document needs. We're so eager for all OMAG cities and towns to check it out in that we'll be giving away prizes in the coming weeks to city and town staff that log into our new system. Visit www.omag.org origami and follow the instructions on that page to sign in. Remember, log into the member dashboard between now and midnight on September 30th to be entered to win exciting prizes. You're listening to OMAG All Access, a podcast about all things affecting municipalities in Oklahoma. Hosted by OMAG's new Chief Executive Officer, Susie Paulson. Hi, today we have Cheryl Adams from the Oklahoma Municipal League here, and we're going to talk about the OML leadership class that she, I guess, heads up, that you're, you facilitate, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what your title is with regard to that, but Cheryl, can you just tell our listeners what is the OML leadership class and what's, what's the purpose of it? What, what do you and OML want to achieve with this class? Sure. First of all, thank you for having me here today, Susie. I am the program manager for the Oklahoma Municipal League and I run all the education programs, but the community leadership development program is my absolute favorite program. We are in our ninth year. The Oklahoma Community Institute had this leadership program and they were no longer around, so OML took over the program. So yeah, it's a year-long program. We bring in our members from OML and some of our partners. We also have some of our sponsors send some of their votes to this program. Like I said, it is a year-long leadership program. We meet every two months. We have our uh, member cities host us. So that gives our members an opportunity to go into communities that maybe they've never been to and experience all they have to offer. And it also gives our members, our host cities, the opportunity to showcase their city or town. And we just have a lot of fun with it. So what's a typical class like? So we start out with our first class. We have Karen Hill and she facilitates the first class. And anybody that's been through Karen's class knows how much fun she makes it. So that is a two-day class. Um, The rest of our class sessions are one-day classes, but we show up to our meetings on Thursday evening. Our host city provides dinner and entertainment. So we get to experience just different aspects of the communities that we go into. And then Friday, we have our class session. And for lunch, we usually do a tour of whatever the city wants to showcase. So it might be their new wastewater treatment plant. It might be a pork processing plant, or maybe it's a state park. So it just varies from session to session. And so how many people participate in this leadership class and, and where are they coming from? Who do, who? What's the typical makeup of the people that attend? Are they city employees? Are they city managers? Are they partners who, you know, what's a typical class makeup? So our typical class size is anywhere from 25 to 35. The majority of them are our membership from cities and towns across the entire state of Oklahoma. And they might be our police chiefs, our fire chiefs, our mayors, city managers, court clerks, street supervisors, our water supervisors. So it's really every single position. If you are working for a municipality, you are in a leadership role. 
whether you think you are or not, you are a leader in your community. And so this program is really designed for any position in a municipality. And then we have our partners like you, OMAG. You guys have been sending some of your staff for the last few years, and we appreciate that. And we also have some of our state agencies and some of our other partners that will send people. Yeah, so I was in leadership class at seven, and we had a representative from OWRB. Can't I can't remember like a healthy, um, healthy yeah, so- lifestyles program in the city of Shawnee, and so it wasn't just city officials, but I had a, a parks director from Nakoma Park and a police chief or assistant police chief from Muskogee and assistant police chief from Weatherford and some managers. So yeah, I would say it's a good mix of people who attend. Yeah. So some of our partners or agencies, we have OWRB, TSET, which is our healthy communities, OGE, ONG, and just a few others pop in from time to time. Um, OMPA, So yeah, it's a good mix. And I think that's a good opportunity for our partners to take this leadership journey with our members. Um, So one of the things we did in our class, and I'm making the assumption they do this in every class since uh, I know Monica did this in her class, and I suspect Matt Jacobson will also do it in his, but we had to do a group project that we worked on and gave a presentation at the end of the class. Can you tell our listeners about this group project? Yes. So actually, um, our class members do two projects. They do the good, the bad, the ugly, and that's where um, they do a short presentation on something good in their community. Maybe it's a new park or maybe it's a new streets project. The bad is maybe potholes and the ugly might be dilapidated buildings or maybe a building on Main Street collapsing, and they do those presentations. And the purpose of that presentation is basically so the other class members can see what's going on. They can identify with, oh yeah, we have that issue too. You know, we have those potholes or we have this problem. But then when when they show off the good part, it gives our other class members ideas of some of the good things that are going on around the state. So the second project We work with the Oklahoma Department of Commerce, and they provide us a request for proposal. And our class members write a proposal for an actual project to come into their community. And usually it's like a dog food plant, and it is an actual RFP that our class members have to work together to obtain all the data and all the information on that community. And then at the end of the year for graduation, they do a presentation and we have two representatives from the Department of Commerce that judge the projects. Yeah. So throughout the classes or throughout the year, you invite somebody from the Department of Commerce or, you know, different people in the state or the community that can help the attendees understand how to answer that, what what things are important about um, responding to this RFP. So it kind of builds on leading up to that final project. Yes, that is correct. So along with the leadership um, skills that you learn, you'll also learn skills on economic development. And like you said, we'll have the Department of Commerce come in and they will do a presentation on What is expected? You know, what are these companies outside of the state of Oklahoma or within the state of Oklahoma? What are they actually looking for when you present them with um, with a presentation? 
So we have that. Um, we have other speakers that come in. We have a um, speaker that will talk on doing public presentations, public speaking. You know, if, if you're a streets person, you may not have a lot of experience or the same experience as the mayor has in public speaking. So that's a skill that um, the class members will be able to brush up on or just learn some different ways to do public speaking. OMAG All Access would like to thank you for listening to this podcast. For your time, we would like to offer you the chance to win a pair of OMAG All Access Bluetooth headphones. To enter, all you have to do is head to www.omag.org forward slash all access and click on the corresponding image at the top of the screen. The password for each episode will change, so make sure you are always up to date on the newest episode of OMAG All Access by subscribing with your favorite podcast app. The password for this episode is leadership. Follow the directions on the giveaway page and you will be entered. Good luck. Well, so that's all the logistics of the class, but let's talk about the fun parts of the class. And so I can talk about my experience and I have Monica Coleman here and Matt Jacobson, also OMAG employees that I'd like to hear their perspective on the class. But I think right away at the class with Karen, the two-day class, the first class, I went with Dory Spittler and Kelsey Willis from OMAG. And we made friends right away. You know, first class out of the gate, we made some people that we still communicate with on occasion, people we would have never met other than going to this leadership class. And we would always look forward to seeing them and hanging out with them on Thursday or Friday every other month when we would meet. And so to me, that was that was a really great part of it. Monica, what about you? Did you have the same experience with, I think you were in leadership class eight? Yes. And so, you know, what, what were your thoughts on the class? Yeah, so I would echo a lot of the things that you've already said. I was not expecting the diversity, the, the different backgrounds. Like you said, we had OGNE, we had um, a grant writer who represented just small towns in the state of Oklahoma as a consultant type person, Water Resources Board, which was very interesting because she was able to help some of the municipal folks who were in my class start like a grant process and things that they were not aware of. So I think the relationships that formed very early were really educational for me. I didn't know that a lot of those resources were available either. And then she was a big help to to a lot of those municipal uh, attendees in the class. I think my favorite part was the social part, though, surprisingly enough, anybody who knows me. I loved visiting all of the different cities that we got to visit. I, you know, got to go to Guymon for the first time and go to Black Mesa and never done that. And I've lived in Oklahoma my entire life. Ardmore hosted us in their haunted forest for Halloween. We got to be the, the first group to go in and get scared by all of the creepiness in their in their park. So that was, you know, aside from the the work part of it, which I thoroughly enjoyed too, I just liked getting to see all that's out there in the state. I didn't know that Muskogee has a submarine. We've got to tour that. So, you know, I mean it was just a lot of neat things that I might not have ever had an opportunity to to experience or see and, you know, do. And uh, so it just exposed me to a lot of things that I 
really enjoyed and didn't know were, were out there until I got to go to this class. So. Yeah. And so Matt Jacobson also works at OMAG and he just started the class last month. Is that right? Yes. So you've only been to the first class, which is two days with Karen Hill. But, you know, can you give us some insight just after the first session, what your thoughts are and what you're looking forward to? Yeah. So going into the whole program, uh, it was kind of a twofold thing for me. One, I've taken a lot of leadership classes through my schooling. And one of the things that you learn during leadership classes is the more leadership classes you can take, the better. Uh, it's always a continuing process. So that was one of the main reasons for going into it. A second was to get out and, like you both said, interact with more people out in our member cities, which I felt like we did a really good job of doing those two days we were there. We have a slightly smaller group than maybe you guys had, but I felt like we all really connected right at the start, looking forward to the next five classes that we'll have. And uh, we've already kind of made some relationships there. Yeah. So, you know, who are, who are some of the folks you've already met? Are they mayors? Are they? Yeah. So we've a couple mayors, couple city managers, couple public works people, someone who is in charge of a library in one of the cities, and then uh, someone from the water resources board is there as well. Then one other OMAG employee. Yeah. So, you know, Matt, he's in the finance department. He doesn't get the opportunity to be out with the members, like the member services folks, or really the attorneys with all the litigation and dispute resolution that we do. But, you know, for for me, it's really important that our employees go and have a really good sense and understanding of what city employees deal with on a daily basis. A lot of our employees have never worked at a city, so they don't understand whether it's, you know, the the laws, the politics, you know, everything that goes into working in a city. So I'm going to encourage all eventually all of our employees to go. And I think, Matt, do you have one other employee attending with you? Yes, Kyle Wade is attending with me. So he actually gets out and sees members. Me, my interactions are very limited and mostly related to phone calls. So face-to-face is not something I normally encounter during the day. But yeah, it's been very nice to get out and meet people. Well, good, good. Cheryl, so tell us how... If someone's interested in the leadership class, how they would go about, you know, applying. I mean, I know they just started class nine, so it'll be next year before someone can get in the class. But what what do they need to do if they're interested? Yes, absolutely. So we did just start class nine and, you know, we had to start a little bit later due to COVID. So our next class will start next August. If somebody wants to get a head start, those applications will not be due until July 1st of 2022. So, yeah, feel free for anybody to pick up an application and go ahead and send those to me and I'll just pop them in our 2022 file. You know, we hope that the CLD attendees will achieve the skills and knowledge to improve on their leadership skills to make a greater impact on their communities. But from what I've heard from all three of you today and from all of the members is that the relationships that they build in the class is really the most valuable thing that they walk away with. Because like all three of you have walked away with friendships. But the important thing for our member cities is that they walk away with those friendships and now they have people that they can call on around the state. And they do. 
they stay in touch and they really value and appreciate those relationships that they've built. Yeah. I mean, I know I've called on some people that were in my class since then, you know, on various issues. And what if a city is interested in being a host city? Do they just need to contact you or how, how do they do that? Okay. So we have an application to be a host city. Is there some requirement to be a host city? So the, the requirement for a host city is that they have to have lodging. And some of our smaller cities would really like to host us, but if, if they don't have a hotel big enough to bring in 30, 35 people, we just, we can't stay there, obviously. So the only requirement really is the lodging. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. Well, I appreciate you telling us about the leadership class and, you know, we've had so much fun. We wanted to share our experience as well. So if, if anybody's interested, um, what's your phone number or email? And- so, um, yes, I can be reached at cadams at oml.org. The office number at OML is 405 528-7515. And I will go ahead and get the applications for next year's class online. Okay. Well, thank you. We hope you can take something away from this podcast that will help your city or town. You can find more information about OMAG on our website at www.omag.org or on our Facebook page. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or ideas for a podcast topic, please send them to allaccess at omag.org. On the next episode of OMAG All Access. Actually, in a very demanding, uh, error-free environment, you'd be surprised how much latitude there is for that sort of mentorship. And it's something that I was taught from a very young age in, in uniform is that you... As you take a step forward, your first responsibility is to turn around and pull somebody into the spot that you left. And when you do that, you have to ensure that they're not only trained, prepared, but they're they're morally and mentally adaptable to the new challenge. And it's one of the things that the military demands of you. We're going to give you more responsibility than you can manage just to see if you can manage it. This episode is copyright OMAG 2021 under the Creative Commons 4.0 Attribution, Non-Commercial, Non-Derivatives International License. For more information, please visit creativecommons.org.